Dirty Mouth Radio. Are you representing a Dirty Mouth? I started to wear my Dirty Mouth shirt too. Hey, comedic. Oh, I yeah. always I prepared, dog. Work. I always stay prepared. <laughs> Where you at? Where you at? Shit, just getting home. If y'all don't, <laughs> if y'all don't know, so you could have wore this under your uniform. I don't want to hear no. <laughs> I don't want to hear Nathan. That's how you're going to do it. Hey, That's how hey for y'all, hey, for, hey, for everybody bullshit. out there, all the dirty mouths, whatever you want to call y'all. So, this is that bullshit. For all of y'all out there, me and Comedic got a competition. Who could wear their shirt the most? Mm. So, yeah, from that, that bullshit. When y'all get y'all, you know what I'm saying? Y'all can join in the competition, but, you know, <laughs> but right now, it's me and him until we get some out there. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Miss me with that's, the fuckery. Miss me with the fuckery. That's the plug. Mm-hmm. That's the plug. Okay. Okay. I just want to get y'all heads up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's the plug. I got your ass later. I got your ass later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> y'all ready? Hell yeah. No, but go ahead. <laughs> what up, what up, what up, what up? This is your boy, Comedic Energy, and this is Dirty Mouth Radio. Dirty Mouth Radio produced by Live Wire Sound and Entertainment. Your girl, Golden. Your boy, Craig. And we out here. And we out here. We out, we out, we out. We live on YouTube, man. Live. A little late, but we made it. We here. Okay. Who is Shay acting? Oh, God. Really? Really? Shay is actually <laughs> a chef in Houston, in Houston, Texas. I'm currently out at her uh, facilities, trying on some food, talking some business, and, um, now we got to do the podcast. So since I can't make it home on time, I got to find a way to do the things I love. So that's why I'm doing it at Onshay's uh, computer. She's, hey, actually, uh, she's actually a chef out here, big time, doing her thing out here. She can't be on the podcast right now, but hopefully soon, one day, we can get her on the podcast to come out here and talk about what she's doing out here. Uh, chef Shay. Um, you probably know her. She's been on TV. She's done a few things, but um, we'll get into that when she actually comes on the show. So that's who she is. Dope. Hey, Shay. That's dope. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't yeah, invisible, yeah. Shay. <laughs> <laughs> so what's up, y'all? What's really good, man? I got a lot of stuff to talk about. I got a lot of stuff to talk about, but I'll let y'all go first. Oh, you ain't about no damn mask. Nah, nah, this is something it. totally different. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm done with all that shit. We, we over it. Yeah, we ain't done, but we won't talk about it this time. Cause they, that's, that's. Well, cool. first of all, what you drinking? What you drinking? Oh yeah, whatever. Hey, liqueur. Yeah, it's over, man. Apparently, the chef is hooking you up. <laughs> that's good. She's a marvelous chef. <laughs> all right, so what's up, y'all? What's good? Man, I got something to say off the top because you know off the top this is a question that's been burning my mind I've been taking notes I've been doing a study amongst my peers and trying to see where their minds is at with this but the question is what truly stops someone anyone you me whoever from actually ascertaining what it is that they want in life Mm, it's funny I just had that conversation with somebody yesterday but yeah. Oh, so committed. We'll start with you. Oh, okay. Since well, I, I mean, I agree. Was that was that Golden that said that fear? 
Yes. Oh, you want to talk? You said fear. I think it's yeah. honestly. I I think. Well, go it's, into, hold, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, My bad. Okay. Go to give us an in depth understanding of like what that fear is. Like, what is it necessary? What do you think it necessarily pertains to? Um, it's fear of a lot of things. It's fear of the unknown, fear of change, fear of what others think of you. Mm. Um, fear that you're not good enough or you're not capable enough or you don't have what it takes. Self-doubt. Okay. Okay. Mm. Comedic, you? Me, I think it's a fear of success. I think some people are scared because they may not know what what how that success is going to look. And I think that, you know, a lot of people have the answers to what they need to do to attain what they need, but they don't go at it. So what will hold you back? If I if I if I tell you you can make a million dollars, right? Doing this, 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 and this, and you don't do it, and you give me excuses as to why, and I break down every one of your excuses, what does that leave you with? You gotta be scared of what? Scared of the outcome. But if the outcome is success and you got all and I give you all the answers to ascertain what you need, then what other fear is it? There's gotta be a fear of success. Um, I would say self-doubt and also um, listening to, to or letting other people project their fears off on you. Meaning, um, you know, you can have these big, broad dreams and because certain people never lived out their dreams or they feel like it's too big, they might tell you, oh, that's not going to work. Certain things like that. So, okay, so everybody's pretty much saying, like, similar similar types of things. Um, me, I personally agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, but I feel like those things are part of a deeper-rooted issue. And I don't think it necessarily has to do with not the, the fear of the unknown. or I think it's deeper than that. Um, just, resources. just studying myself. And, and thinking about, like, success and, like, where I want to go in life. I think for us, even so Black individuals, even young Black, indiv- even younger Black individuals, I feel like it's the lack of understanding or actually perceiving or seeing someone do it. Mm. You see what I'm saying? It's like I can see Michael Jordan dunk a basketball. I have the same height. I have the same muscle structure. I have the same athletic capability. Not saying me per se, but this is a kid playing basketball who plays basketball. I can see that he can do it. So that makes me think that I can do it. If I can do it, that means that I can try to do it. So I do it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But when you haven't grown up with that with that ability to see somebody be successful in whatever it is that they're doing on a high level, you it doesn't even formulate in your mind that it's a possibility. You see what I'm saying? Mm. I think it's not so more so like 
if we can do it or I'm sprayed if I, if you know if I get to the certain point I'll get fired or I won't make it to the certain point and I'd rather do something basic. I think it's the actual I think it's the actual concept that monkey see what we do. It's as simple as that. If you don't see somebody doing some shit then you not even really paying attention. If you don't see some people being doctors, people being lawyers, people being all of this different shit, if you're not exposed to that, then it's like your mind don't even think about it. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I agree with you in a way. And also with that, it's just what you've been exposed to, um, your environment, you know. So like my bigger question be like this too. How, where do we start to expose more individuals to those lifestyles? It has to start in the, in, 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 as the seed, as the, you know what I'm saying? Three years old, yeah. no, like. Yeah, it, it either starts at home or at school. You know what I'm saying? I mean, at school, as far as like careers, you know, when they ask you what you want to be when you grow up, it's always delimited to policemen, firemen, nurses, doctors, lawyers. You know, nobody says, oh, I want to be in tech. You know? Right. right. That's facts. But that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's true. That should also be re-evaluated at home, too. But I think, I think this. Our parents aren't even exposed to that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? When we that's stuff. true. Yeah. So how can they give us some shit that they don't got? Right. Go ahead, Charlotte. I'm sorry. I said, I said they can't. And a lot of times, like you know, our generation, a lot of people are becoming entrepreneurs. Da da da. But you know, our parents were taught to work. So if you say something like, "Hey, I'm thinking about quitting my job or starting something," you know, starting mm. something new, it's like, well, why would you want to do that? You got a good job, or you know. So mm. it's just because they don't know. Like that's what they were taught growing up. I remember, like, like me, y'all know I'm an artist. I do everything, everything that is art, I do, except for paint. I don't paint. Don't ask me to paint shit, because I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> but I do everything, you know, in art. That includes music, and, you know, I've done a bit of dancing. I did a bit of acting in school. Um, I do, you know, drawings and logos, you know, uh, digital art, too. But... I remember as a kid coming up, nobody in my family was about that type of shit. So mm-hmm. it would, I would be sitting in class and we'd be learning shit. And then all over all of my books was like little drawings and shit, right? <clears throat> my parents would get mad at that type of shit. They'd be like, you in school drawing while the teacher trying to teach you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it, like in every aspect of my life, I can think about specific points in my life where I was all about art mm-hmm. you know it's like it, it's like I didn't have a choice it was like it has to come out of me there's no other there's nothing else you know what I'm saying <clears throat> people would literally try to talk me out of doing being an artist dog they'd wow. be like you need to learn this to survive mm-hmm. it's about survival you know what I'm saying yeah yeah so like art in my head it's not something that you can live off of. It's not something you can be successful at at a high level. It's not important. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I mean, I think that's because, as far as stuff of that nature, it's it's like few and far between. It's just like what you said is like 
maybe there's a lot of people that play basketball, but in a whole bunch of Michael Jordans, you know what I'm saying? But think about I mean, this, though. I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. Uh, 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 I'm not, I don't mean to cut you off. But think about this. Who are you, dude? <laughs> <laughs> there are so many artists that are like architects, car right. designers, shoe designers. Everything that you do, everything that you think of, goes through an artistic process first before it becomes technical. Does it? Before it becomes scientific. Does it? It does. Because your imagination is a creation within its own. If you can't imagine it, you can't see it. If you can't see it, you can't reproduce it. If you can't reproduce it, you can't produce it. You see what I'm saying? Okay, so it starts with the it starts with the psychological art, artistic concept. So we as black individuals don't see that shit, yo. That's what I was gonna say. That our parents and a generation before us, they're not thinking like that. They just saying like, oh, you drawing, or right. you painting, or you doodling, right. and they feel like you they ain't number yeah, a couple of Michelangelo's, a couple of Picasso's, mm-hmm. right? right. Yeah, I've I've actually came across somebody that says something like that to that effect, and I was talking to him about somebody else that is um, an artist, and I knew the guy. He was an architect, and he was saying, "Well, this guy, he, if he's an artist and he's trying to do this, why don't he go into like architectural design?" I said, "That's not really his lane, though. He he likes to do like the cartoons and all that stuff." And he kind of was taken back. He was like, "Look, Bugs Bunny them been drawn already." So, uh, what's he really gonna do? And I thought about that. I was like, for real? So you just stunt the man's like imagination because he wants to take this route. But right. I feel like it's a it's people are trying to intertwine the corporate life to every single thing, and that just doesn't fit. You feel what I'm saying? It's yes. like he's trying to get this person to go towards an architectural design type of thing, which is cool. I'm not gonna right. knock it, but if he really wants to do animation and things like that why is that so taboo to that person or to anybody why is it why are you taken back by him just saying that's what i want to do you feel what i'm saying and i feel like it's that corporate mindset everybody's gotta you gotta work you can't just be passionate and doing what you want to do you gotta be in some systematic structure and fucking have a boss and all this other dumb ass shit you feel well, what I'm saying? i mean I mean, as long as you can make a decent living, see, that's what people um, think about. They think about the beginning of it. The mm-hmm. beginning of it, you may not, you may not see the fruits of your labor immediately. Mm-hmm. Right? They say they call it a starving artist yeah. because in the beginning you might not get that money that you're seeking. You may not get discovered or get that spot in the museum you want. Or I don't know how to go about doing it. But so, like, what is a decent living? Like, what's decent? Oh, it's up to the person as long as you can keep a roof over your head and food in your stomach and and your bills paid. Mm. But, like, what if you do all that stuff and you still unhappy? Well, hold on, hold on. What you say? I mean, if you could do all that stuff as an artist, that's if you okay with that, then that's good. What what was you about to say, Shada? I said it's whatever you deem to be a decent living for yourself. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I agree with you. But like, I don't feel like it's a number, honestly. Mm -hmm. 
I feel like it's not just art because I know we talk about artists and we talk about starving artists, but let's think about it in all retrospect. Like there are other people who do other jobs that starve just as bad as artists do. You got oil plant takers, you got truck drivers, you got, uh, but all of these, all of these jobs and all of these things can be done at a higher level. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, I feel like as a black community, as a black people, we need to stop trying to hide our kids from what we do and show them how to do it better. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, if you were a truck driver, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. You can make paper off of being a truck driver. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But we need to stop looking at basketball and football as they're as if they're just the only form of method to make millions and get out of the hood and shit. Mm-hmm. Or selling drugs. It's like, nigga, you could be, you could, you could, you could drive trucks. Not only can you drive trucks, you can rent them out. You can sell them. You know what I'm saying? Or you can be a doctor. Or you can be an architect. Or you can be a pilot. You know what I'm saying? Or you can own planes. But it's like we get so caught up. I feel like we get so caught up on this survival trend. Where mm. like for black people, it's all about survival. For white people, I feel like it's something more than survival. They don't even care about survival. To them, it's all about building up the next generation, like generational wealth and shit like that. Like, but I think out- I think that goes into survival, though. You think so? Yeah, I think that's how they think about it. They thinking about survival in, in the aspect of I'm living my life and I'm going towards the end of mine, but I got to keep this whole family keep to to keep going. So my but youngest it- now got to carry on the name, the family name. That's I think that's how they see survival. That's just on the outside looking at. Le- so legacy, but also yeah. they already have the the basic foundation exactly down. They don't have to worry about that initial mm-hmm. survival mode. They're past that. They they're past that. That's why they can think about generational wealth and doing it for um, the ones that's coming after them. It's but like, if you got if you don't have enough money for tomorrow, exactly, like literally tomorrow, not the future tomorrow, the next day, yeah, you got to worry about that first before you can think about your, leaving money for your great great grandkids. It's like a so, chessboard. <laughs> it's pretty much like a chessboard where so, you got all your soldiers lined up. So you just focusing on things on the back end, but with us, we ain't got the soldiers lined up. We are the right. soldiers that's in the front. You feel what I'm saying? So we can't even worry about the back end because we too busy worried about what's going on on the front lines because we got to play both roles. So what you saying is like chess, right? Do you believe that the long term plan is more important than the short term? I think they both have an important role, regardless. I mean that's facts, but mm. we talking about as far as priority it stands. What comes like, first? Something, something always has to come first. You know what I'm saying? Like this is more prioritized than this. What's more for, of a for me? Sure, I think the short term goal is more important than worried about generations behind me. I Ooh. feel like for the I don't know. I just think like sometimes that could be a waste. Mm. Like you don't even know. What the people gonna do after you did? They could just blow up all that money that you done stacked up. They could destroy everything you built. You could just give them the whole. You could teach them from the ground up how to keep the thing going. And while you gone, the glory. They could just mm. mess up everything, or don't even care about it, or give it to somebody else. I mean, I I feel I I see what you're saying, Golden. Uh, but I think the opposite. I think the long term should come first, and then the short term should be okay. So I think about it like this: 
if I'm going to sit up here, if I'm in college, right, and I got to write this 10-page paper on a particular topic, right? Mm-hmm. So the first thing I'm going to think about, okay, how I'm going to break this topic down? I already know my, long, my, my long-range plan is to do 10 pages, at least. You know what I'm saying? So my mm-hmm. long-term plan is to have a 10-page paper. So now I got to think about this topic. Now I'm going into the short term of how I'm going to break this down. So if I'm going to go with this topic, I'm going to bullet point it. You feel what I'm saying? I'm going to talk about this. I'm going to talk about this. I'm going to talk about this and this and this and this. That goes into that central topic. You feel what I'm saying? So the, the long-term plan is this, but the short-term execution leads to that. So I feel like you got to start, you know, just in my opinion, I feel like you have to start with the long range plan first and then implement the short term that feeds into that long term plan. I I fully agree with that, uh, Kometi. I'm all about the long. Well, I'm starting to see that now. I won't say it's been like that my whole life, mm-hmm. but like being 33, it's like you take on a different perspective. Like you like shit. Um. It's like everybody above me who's like 40, 50, 60 and up, right? Mm-hmm. They tell you the guidelines. They give you the play before it's about to happen, right? You in your 20s and shit, you ain't thinking about that shit. So you all are thinking about tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like, how can I eat today? How can I eat in the next five minutes? How can I eat tonight? How You know what I'm saying? You just trying you always playing catch up and shit mm. i think that right there is our issue as a community as a people we like and it's not completely our fault but we have to find a way to get past the point where we always trying to catch shit last minute mm-hmm. and we start planning for the future because it's like okay the, tomorrow is not promised to us today but i need to be planning like it is mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying when you think like that it's like I might not live tomorrow, but if I do, <laughs> I got this shit popping. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And I think I think for all all humanity, we should start thinking like that and start relying on certain shit, certain technology, certain people to build a better future for us. You got people who are at work and they let their jobs build these 401ks, but their money's not really gaining over the next 20 years. First of all, you can't even see 20 years, so you're not thinking about it. You're allowing a company to plan your next 20 years for you and what you do on a, on a regular basis financially. Mm. You know what I'm when you take control of your life, shit like that becomes important. 20 years? I could live 20 years? Hell yeah, you could live 100 years. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But if you don't plan for it, your ass going to die before you hit 55. True. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, but see, I see what you're saying. Now, I I do believe in planning for my future, but I just can't see myself preparing for generations to come. Think about this: How important is your child to you? Important. If you send her outside to go to a party right now, what you gonna know about that party? Um. Where she going? Who gonna be there? Everything. How she gonna get there? Every damn How thing. She gonna leave? Yeah. <laughs> you are. You have just planned the entire future of your child's night. Why? Because she's important to you. 
those kids that come after her are going to be just as important. Look, I don't care about them. <laughs> but you do though, because when before you wake up every morning, you know that you're going to either cook breakfast, you know that she's going to school, you know that she's going to get an education, you know these things. Now she might not go that way. That's always a possibility. But you, as a mother, always going to shoot your shot as a mother because you already planned out. What you want for you her gotta to do better for her. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She gonna have a better life than me. So why wouldn't you think like that for your next cause these kids are still your kids. They're just your grandkids. You know what I'm saying? They better go to their mama. You gotta look <laughs> out. You gotta look. And that's that's our but that's our community problem though. Like we not looking out for the next generation. These niggas yeah, like that's true. I'm about to set these niggas up for a hundred years. If I live a hundred years, I get to see at least 15 of my children have children or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If I live past my children, I'm doing something right. Mm-hmm. If you live saying. past your children? Yeah. It's people who live past their children. Yes, they yeah. are. And I think that's very sad. Yeah. It is. <laughs> it's sad, but you're still implemented. You're still in the game. So you can still give these little niggas game. Mm-hmm. Like, at 55, how old are they? At 60, how old are they? At 70, how old are they? So you can still be giving them game and they can be passing that game down. If you die, all your knowledge is gone. They don't even have a chance because they don't know what's coming next. Mm. You didn't live through the cycles. You see what I'm saying? That's generational wealth. It's not in your pockets. It's in your mind. Damn. You see what I'm saying? We now too- that I don't mind sharing. We're thinking about this, but it's this, yo. This teaches you how to get this. If you ain't got this, you ain't got this. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We allow, we are, we're, we're, we're relying on schools. Oh, you need to go to school. You get to get your master's and shit. After you graduate school, the knowledge is done. You get nothing else. But you got grandma, you got mama, you got grandma, you got great grandma giving you the motherfucking game and your ass out here doing not even listening. <laughs> you looking at TikTok and YouTube, them niggas is right there in the next room. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I think the reason that we don't go for shit is not because we can't, not because we don't believe that we can't. It's because we don't want to fucking put in the work that it's going to take to get there mm-hmm. because we don't think that it's even possible. So we don't even make it an option. We say, I'm going to put all my time into this because I know it's going to make me bread. Mm-hmm. But we be like, forget that because it might not make me bread. So we don't even yeah. waste our energy on it. Mm. Yeah, that's- but that's because a, a lot of times, a lot of people do things for money and not purpose or passion. That's why. So you chasing the next dollar mm-hmm. and it's like, mm, it ain't going to work. Let me stop. Let me find something else. Or you either trying to emulate how it worked for somebody else, but yeah. they didn't went through the whole process and you trying to get in where it looked good at. Like mm-hmm. it ain't going to work for you that way. Them yeah. the two biggest problems that we, we got, not even just as a community, but as a society. Yeah. Them two things right there is like always the downfall. You know what I'm yeah. saying that's oh man, we gotta change that shit, man. Yeah, like, 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 I'm not even gonna call nobody niggas. Like, we as a people, as a humanity, mm-hmm. we gotta change that because yeah. at the end of the world, it's not gonna just be white people. It's gonna be black people, 
And if anything is out there beyond our planet tries to come and attack us, we are screwed because we can't even work together because we're not even on the same level. Yeah. yeah. I ain't even going there on no unity. <laughs> we, can't even, we can't even show up to the table because don't nobody want to hear what we got to say. Everybody looks down on us, but we the ones making everybody bread. Yeah. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. we come up with an idea. They like, thank you for your idea. Go back to being my nigga. Let's use his idea. So you know what? <laughs> I, I really think is is good that you're talking about this because it kind of goes into what I'm. I want to actually talk about. You feel what I'm saying? Are you 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 got more you want me on a harp on? Nah, nah, I'm good, I'm good, good. So, I want to talk about this topic that has... People been talking about it, but it's not really been talked about enough. Or a lot, for that matter. And a lot of people don't even know what it is. But, and I'll ask y'all right now. Do y'all know what critical race theory is? No, what's that? I've heard about it. It's like, yeah, people have heard about it. And they say 7 out of 10 people don't know what the hell it is. So critical race theory is a graduate level legal academic framework that was created in 1970 centered on an idea that racism is systematic going beyond an individual bias and was it was actually created by black, Hispanic and Asian scholars who who were, um, yeah, who were persistent. In the pursuit of legal um, ec- um, equality, so equality. this, yeah, so the okay. pretty much breaking it down because a lot of people here, and I really want people to listen to this because it's pretty much trying to these these people were in the seventies were trying to let people know that racism is systematic. That that's pretty much what it is, and and like a lot of a lot of shit you see in the news is confusing the hell out of people. But right now there are a lot of like parents and like going crazy over this critical race theory because they call it woke education. Now, let me get some backstory on this, right? So, critic, like I said, critical race theory, it all happened like it was created in 1970 right after the civil rights movement, right? But it came to the light right after the George Floyd killing, right? And the reason why it really came to the light was because, not because of Derek Chauvin shooting George Floyd, but it was all the other officers that were there and didn't do anything. And those other those other three officers, one was Asian, one was black. And and it was another guy. I can't remember his ethnicity. I don't want to screw that up. But it highlighted the systematic racism. You see what I'm saying? Not the shooting itself, but for them to stand by and not do nothing showed that there's a systematic problem. You see what I'm saying? Now, there's a... um, Right after the George Floyd killing, right? There was this dude whose name is... um, Christopher Rufo. So he's a conservative activist and he's against critical race theory. Right now, this guy started popping up on Fox News. Fox News put this man on here right after the George Floyd killing all the time Mm -hmm. to pretty much downplay critical race theory. But he pushed. He was the one that actually pushed 
for the banning of diversity and inclusion training amongst the federal government. He, he, he literally got on the Fox News and said, and this is during the Trump times, he said Trump needs to do something about this and he needs to get rid of this diversity and all this inclusion and all this other stuff in, in the federal government and it just needs to be done with. Wow. Well, you know what happened? What? The Trump administration actually listened to everything he said, and they actually tried to implement that shit. Y'all don't even remember that. We talked about that shit. I didn't know shit We talked about, about this shit really quickly on one of the episodes. So he directed all federal agencies to end diversity trainings related to that was any any um diversity trainings related to critical race theory anyone but the thing about it is it got blocked it got blocked because of the, uh, of the first amendment and biden the biden administration actually shot it all down right now the problem now is it's shot down on a federal level but on a state level, it's an issue and it's a fight. 21 states are trying to ban critical race theory. And they're trying to ban it because the whole argument now is teachers are they. <laughs> what is what it really is coming down to is accountability, in my opinion. It's now we have to tell them about this systematic racism that has been going on for decades. Mm-hmm. Now, what does that do? That actually... Exposes them. Exactly. Exposes it exposes them. not yeah, only the individual, because they had no problem talking about individual racism a little bit. You feel what I'm saying? But when you talk about it on a systemic level, now you're talking about companies, you're talking about institutions. You're talking yeah. about what we talked about with the banking and the redlining. You're talking about a whole nother curriculum that needs to get added in these schools. And this is why these states are fighting to not have to do that. You feel what I'm saying? Right. There was an issue in, um, shit, I forgot where it was. I don't remember. I, I think it was in, I, it was in Virginia, Right. They had a, a a conference, like it was kind of like a parent-teacher conference, talking about this critical race, and it got so heated that they had to shut it down. One person got arrested for trespassing because he was so passionate at trying to have them ban critical race theory. Now, granted, critical race theory is a graduate level type of thinking and framework. Yeah, but I, my my biggest question to y'all is how do y'all now that I've told y'all that you feel me I just kind of filled y'all in what are y'all thoughts on critical race theory and do you think schools need to be for it or against it it's a three part question what are your thoughts on it do you think schools need to be for it or against it and how do you think that would affect us as a society if it you know based on your answer Um, I think um, it's a lot of truth in it um, and I think it, like I said it would expose a lot it expose a lot of companies it expose a lot of government stuff it would just it would just show who America really is mm-hmm. 
And I don't think mm-hmm. I don't think that the powers that that be are ready mm-hmm. for what the reaction or to people really knowing what has been well, you know, we know we've been knowing all the time, but it would validate everything that we've been saying our mm-hmm. whole entire mm-hmm. existence here in America. Yeah. And I don't think that they're ready for that because then once you expose that, okay, so what are we going to do to correct it? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And I don't think, <laughs> I think it should be taught in school, but I don't think that they're ready to teach that. Um, and I think, like I said, once it's exposed, it would have to how we gonna rework everything to set it right and set it in order? So I don't know. So you would be for it or against it having it in? The I school? would be for it. So how would you see it? Like okay, so if it was fully implemented, right? And they did actually start because you know you got teachers that's gonna fuck it up if it was. You feel what I'm saying? That's true. People, they, there's bad teachers out here. We done all had at least one badass, dumbass teacher. And then we got these uh, people that want to publish the books and make exactly. uh, Egyptians white. <laughs> yeah. But how would you see society if it was fully implemented? How would I see society? Yeah. I mean, like I said, it, it, would, it would be, in the beginning, it would be a lot of conflict because it's like, what? how are you going to, if, if you're exposing it, how are you going to change? Mm-hmm. How are we going to fix it? And they're not ready for that. Yeah. They wanted to stay the way it is. Yeah. Exactly. What you got, Charlie? I want to hear this. For but honestly, the world knows that mm-hmm. your granddaddy, your great, great, great granddaddy, you know, all of them was racist. So mm-hmm. everybody knows where it came from, where it started from. It's not, I don't feel like nothing is going to change. Mm-hmm. They like our culture. They want to do everything like us. But... When it comes down to us, if we said raise your hand to live the life that we are forced to live, mm-hmm. then, you know, racially profile, whatever, they ain't going to stand the hell up and mm-hmm. they don't damn care as long as it ain't them. Yeah. But but with it being exposed, that's that's bringing it to the light yeah. of the younger generation. Mm-hmm. And, you know... A lot of them exposed. It's like it's different times now. They everybody living in multi-racial households, mm-hmm. and you know, so it it would affect the children's minds differently. Mm-hmm. When they have this blank privilege that they don't that they don't know that they have, mm-hmm. now they will understand that they do have privilege, and this is where it comes from. Yeah. There was actually a they school. Damn, no. There was a no. Some of these younger, yeah. gen, the older generations, yes. Yeah. But the younger ones, no, no. They just think that you know, hey, this is what it is, and I'm not racist. Mm-hmm. I'm colorblind. And I don't see color. Right, and and, and because because things are going um, in my favor and not in your favor mm-hmm. is not a race thing. Is not is that you're not trying hard enough, or mm-hmm. you know. Whatever. Yeah. There was a school in uh, D.C., an elementary school, that is in favor of critical race theory, CRT. And they actually (laughs) told the kids 
to let us know who in your family is racist. They actually wanted to know that. They said, they said if you have a, a racist family member, let us know. I was like, well, damn. I'm like, that, I feel like this, well, go ahead, Craig. I, I'll talk about my stuff later. I need the questions again. That was a lot of questions. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, what, what are your thoughts on critical race theory? All right, let me, let me start right there. What are my thoughts on critical race theory? My thoughts on critical race theory are that it is very important for everyone mm. to know about every everybody's racial bullshit. On a systemic level? On a systemic... Because that's the main thing. That's the main focus. And I'm going to get into why it's scary, but I'm going to get into why it's necessary. Mm. I'll start with the why it's necessary first. Like, it's necessary for everybody to understand everybody else's pain. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. On a psychological level, mm-hmm. and know that we are all the same. It just feels it feels like we get treated worse because y'all don't understand what we going, but mm-hmm. we don't understand what you're going through. Yeah. Saying, and we don't know how it hurts each other and shit. So we think as black people, our pain is worse than everybody else's around the world. But what if an Asian man feels? feels like his pain is worse like he got kidnapped from his home sold from his sold from his family by his family mm. into sex trafficking then traffic over to the united states that have sex with people for years escape only to join the triads and kill people you know what I'm and that type of shit we can't oh. conceive that because we don't understand i'm not gonna say we can't conceive that but we don't know that because we don't know that. You but know that, what I'm that's, mm. If you teach it, if you teach it in school, everybody has this 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 level. Now you're gonna have, you everybody has the same the same access to the knowledge. Now whether you decide to take it or whatever mm. you decide to do with it, that's on you. Mm. But it's not a lie and it's not hidden behind the ancient catholic history of fucking congress and whoever mm-hmm. the fuck you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying yeah president I'm saying. and you know yeah catholicism and all of this other <laughs> shit that's out here you know what i'm saying yeah you don't gotta go through the vatican and go through a whole bunch of background checks and shit just to read a book about historical racism yeah i see what you're saying you know yeah. so when you were saying that everybody has pain i get that but oh Explain to me what um, white American. <laughs> explain to me white American pain, so I can so I can understand when they feel like they've been think violated. About, think about it like this: predominantly of the world is black, right? So whether you want to believe it or not, predominantly most of the world is black. In every single race, you can find a black race. You know what I'm saying? Now, when it starts to get to the European race, they get lighter and lighter and lighter and lighter and lighter. You know what I'm saying? But you can find black and pretty. You can find melanin in er everyone. Mm -hmm. You know? So if we understand each other's pain, if we think about each other's lives in these countries and shit like this, because Indians don't have it good. You see, if you ever go to India and you see how them people live and what they dealing with and shit, you will come to America and be like, okay, African-Americans, like, what are y'all complaining about? You go to 
these places in Africa, South Africa and shit, deep South Africa and shit, like Liberia and shit, some of these places and shit, you see how these people live. You know what I'm saying? And what they got to deal with on a social level, economic level, class level, and financial level, as far and is even low as educational. Mm. You start seeing that Americans got access. You know what I'm saying? So they over here bitching and shit, but we going through way more shit. But they act like they going through way worse shit. You see what I'm saying? We don't get, we don't understand that information because we don't see it. We don't talk about it in school. We don't, nobody's giving us this shit. So we go 33 years not knowing nothing about the world. And then when somebody comes on TikTok and YouTube, now all of a sudden we got an opinion. I think that's interesting. Because... I didn't think about it like that when it comes to critical race theory, seeing it in that aspect on a, on a geographical level, like you just did compared mm-hmm. to the U S that's something I never heard. And I've been, I've been listening to a bunch of different stuff on critical race theory, but that's a discussion that does tie into it because it's still s- systemic. You feel what I'm saying? It's, very it's systemic racism all over the world. But that's one thing I haven't heard anybody talk about how systemic racism is in anywhere other than the U.S. But that that's why I think and I, I assume that's how all y'all think as well. Why critical race theory needs to be implemented in schools. Correct. So right. people can see these type yeah. of things. I mean, we got to think about Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo owns slaves. Half of these insurance companies are where they are because of slaves. Yeah. Etna, all these places allegedly, so I don't get sued. But like here, my bad. But like that's that's the stuff I'm talking about. Levi jeans. Everybody knows that jeans that's ripping. I was actually a slave. That's that's going into the systemic racism. And with the critical race theory, they talked about it from four different places. From the well, legal hold on, aspect. Hold, on, hold, on, hold on. I gotta. I gotta I get my. I didn't get my other two points. <laughs> Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go Damn. Ahead. <laughs> That's like three questions. I ain't only asked the one. <laughs> all right. You want you ready for the other two? I mean, as far as as far as that is all concerned, though, it's important for people to learn. But I feel like the fear, I feel like the reason why people become so against it because they don't want everybody to get the information at once. Because then it's like we always think that. The world, the world is about to get all this information at once. Everybody's going to go into pandemonium. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like now, every all of a sudden, people are committing suicide. People don't know how to feel. People are trying to leave. It. You know what I'm saying? We always mm. think the worst. Like yeah. if we get all this information about systemic, now all the black people are going to hate us and they're going to try to kill us and wipe us off the board. That's what, you know what one of the girls actually said. It was a six year old girl. And that's, and that's, that's yeah. how. That's how the. Yeah. That's how mm-hmm. scared. That's how the fear. Mm-hmm. Think about. The the feared, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, it's, like afraid, you, it's like we both afraid. Yourself. It's like we both afraid of each other. Mm-hmm. We think that if they teach us in the school, they're gonna be scared of us and trying to knock us off. Mm-hmm. We think that if they know that we know the truth, they're gonna be scared of us and try to knock us off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like it's I like dog. Saying. Yeah, it's like dog. I I just think that, like I said again, I don't think it's the fear of retaliation as much as there is going to be a fear of righting wrongs like 
they don't want to correct the shit. They want it to stay exactly. the way they want to do. They want to keep people mm-hmm. oppressed. Yeah. So once you have the knowledge, you like, all right, I'm not standing for this no more. Mm-hmm. Not meaning that you're going to kill people, but mm-hmm. you're going to stand up for yourself and you're not going to um, allow yourself to be treated in such manners. But that kills people, though. Yeah. That shit kills people. If you're not hiring people for certain jobs and you know they got the abilities, now what do they turn to? We going to sell drugs or we going to kill niggas and rob them and shit. Mm-hmm. Or we going to take somebody's car and accidentally kill them. Or we going to get killed by the police because the police think we ain't pieces, we pieces of shit who don't got jobs and who won't never do nothing, not knowing our lives. So now we just getting shot like we roaches and shit. Mm. You know what I'm yeah. Oh, what are you doing out here on this wall, just chilling? Mm-hmm. I'm just chilling. Get on the ground. Give me your. You know what I'm saying, put your hands behind your back. Mm-hmm. You're loitering. I'm not loitering, sir. Pop, 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 pop. Now somebody's dead. Mm-hmm. All yeah. because the cop didn't get full understanding that hey, these are people too. Mm-hmm. They have understanding and knowledge, and they can collectively come together and build up a nation just as well as you can. And that goes outside the critical race theory because the critical race theory will say, hey, your training told you to do this. Did your training really tell you? If your training told you to do that, then that's a systemic problem. You feel what I'm saying? So that, that's, that's what we got to kind of like really watch when we have this conversation because it's more so taking it out of the individual level and placing it in the systemic problem overall. That's like the key thing with, with, with critical race theory. So is it is it safe to say that you're for it in the in the schools, Cray? Honestly, and y'all gonna hate. I don't know. People might hate me, but I'm not for it. You're not for it. That sounds crazy as shit. As much as I talked about how it's necessary, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm gonna say I'm not for it because I don't think that it will be handled correctly. Mm -hmm. You can't give everybody that kind of knowledge right away. Exactly. You gotta slowly trickle that shit out, mm-hmm. and, and for us who are older, we might hate that shit. But we didn't been through it. It's over for us. Mm-hmm. We headed to our deaths. Mm-hmm. These younger dude, these younger kids and shit, they headed into life. They don't know shit, so they gotta give that shit. You gotta give that shit to them in doses, cause you give it to them all at once, and they're not gonna know what the fuck to do when they're twenty and shit. Like, should I work for the man or should I not work for the man? I don't know how to make money. I don't know how to fish. You know what I'm saying? But no, I think I'm thinking something totally different than you. I'm thinking that they're gonna want it to change and they're gonna demand for change. They're That's like, yeah. We're not standing for this because these these are people too. We fuck with them. So <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't and know. Once they get it, once they get what what is going on, they're not gonna stand for that shit. Mm-hmm. But look at okay. And you might, you probably right. But then let's look at the younger generation now that we currently in. Like, you got so many platforms where this knowledge is coming out at, right? Mm-hmm. Think about how now a lot, and I might be wrong, but looking at it, how now these children feel like shit should be given to them. Mm. Yeah. Because now they're starting to become woke. They got people that's in successful spots that's on TikTok, that's on YouTube, that's on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And Are on you speaking YouTube. of black people? 
all these I'm talking about black people like how they feel like shit should be given to them like really taking a night yeah I, I could give you examples I know a guy got out of college got a $90,000 paying job most of us is like he young he in his 20s early 20 like 21 20 most of us gonna be like damn mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying but in his mind, he think this is supposed to happen, right? So he now does. He feels like he deserves respect, and it's commanded. You know what I'm saying? So when he goes into these spots, he don't realize that it's niggas that have been working here for 50, 20, 30 years and shit that haven't never seen a cent of ninety thousand mm. dollars. So now he starts taking it for granted because it was easy. It won't shit. So now when people start treating him like, why should we respect you? We know your job. We knew it before you got here. You don't know shit, right? Mm. So now we treating you like you don't know shit, right? Now you can't function. We all in your head. You don't know what to do and shit. So you start going into depression. You start taking medicine and shit. You start going through all of these different issues. A black man. A black man. A A black man, a black woman. But you don't know it. You, but you, we, we way older than these kids, yo. These kids are a lot more delicate than we. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I agree. So, I agree. And that's their <laughs> but see, but it's the shit that we've been through that made us hard. It's the shit that our parents been through. It's the shit that our grandparents went through that made them harder than us. But well, also them- too is 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 it got a little bit easier for their parents. So they they trying to spoil them. And give them everything that they didn't have. I was about to say it's kind of guilt, a guilt trip. That's what I'm giving the kids. I'm saying when I see some of these kids that work with us and they um, new hires, I just shake my head like Mm. I don't. But that's what I'm saying though. We crippled them through that shit. Their parents did. Because we feel like it's not just it's not just their parents. It's us too. You know what I'm saying? Because we don't make the systems that's going to make them motherfuckers have to work. We trying to always make shit better for them. Make shit better for them. Which is not That's right. true. Because I'm guilty. It's not right. Everybody system. gets a trophy in, in, in a competition. Everybody gets a trophy. Yeah, you I know? think that's stupid. That's that no Every, child left behind you're, bullshit. You're free, you're free to do whatever yeah. you want. You can speak however you want. Like, you can't just force that on a generation because now they get to our level and they don't understand how to operate because the whole world don't operate like that because everybody's not on the same level yet. Mm. There are still countries out here that don't allow, allow women to bank. So if you're a woman in the United States and you think all women should have money, then you go to another country and they like, yo, you can't have, like, you can't have a bank. Now you going to jail because for some shit you didn't even know about. Mm -hmm. Now you stuck, but you didn't have that knowledge neither. Mm-hmm. So you giving it to them all at once as opposed to like breaking it down. Like at home, we give kids all the knowledge. Then they go to school and they reteach a whole different theory. Then they come back home and it's like this all the time. La 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 bum but we dancing between <laughs> ideas and shit. We don't know what the fuck is right. Yeah. That's why you have a higher rate of kids committing suicide right now, yo. They can't handle this information yet. Mm. So that's why I'm against it, but I'm for it at the same time. Just it has to be. I feel like it got to be in doses, like. Well, doses. I'm sure that it would be in doses because you're not gonna give the elementary kids the same 
information or mm-hmm. format that you would give the middle school and high schoolers and college level. Yeah. So, you yeah. Learning? Excuse me? You see what them kids learn? Them kids learning multiplication. I didn't learn multiplication until after the fourth grade. <laughs> they are learning yeah, shit a lot faster. I, I, I can say that as far as like the stuff that um, I see my daughter are learning. She was learning like chemistry in mm-hmm. middle school. I was like, um, I didn't do this to high school. Like, But see, there's a difference with that too. It's cool to learn about covalent bonds and all that shit at a young age. But when you start talking about history and things like that, Systemic racism, though. Yeah, that critical thinking right there, that becomes an issue. And that's one of the things they talked about because they have this. And I think that, and I think the the issue mostly is gonna lie on the white kids because exactly they're gonna realize that they are benefiting off the backs of black people and mistreating other races but that that is my point in all of that because with the with the fights and all of that stuff going on that i was telling you in these parent teacher conferences and all this picketing ain't a damn black person out there doing it like we just said y'all didn't even know what it was y'all heard the term but y'all didn't even know what it was and that's a lot of black people so that but goes to I show you that, that it's honestly, a, I thought that they just wanted to stop teaching about um, slavery in school. That's part of it. It's the repression of the information to repress the shit. Now, my point of this is it's all about accountability. Critical race theory is going to hold these all these institutions and these systems totally accountable of what they did back in the day and how it's affecting now. Redlining, redlining exposed the banks. You feel what I'm saying? Redlining exposed all the... It, 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 redlining itself did. Redlining was used by the banks to fuck up minority black and people of color. You feel what I'm saying? That is a systemic racist move right there. That gets exposed. That exposes all these goddamn banks that did that shit that are big right now. Which I feel, but you know what? You know what? Black people not gonna stop doing business with them. That's true. That's you know sadly why? enough. That's you know true. why? Nike. You know yeah. why? Tommy Hill figure. Mm. You know, you know what I'm saying? The list go on. Yeah. Yeah. We still do business with the we wearing full Nike outfits out this mm. motherfucker, dog. Yeah. yeah. People still but what I was gonna to say too is also if if you don't if they suppress all that history, you don't know what happened in the past, it's bound to repeat itself. And I ain't finna be nobody's slave. Mm. I bet they better hear that. Yeah. I don't know. We I mean we we already people slaves though. I mean, I mean, I'm not working literally for free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah, yeah. But I, uh, that's a, that's slavery mindset. That's a whole nother topic, y'all. Yeah. I, I, that's a whole nother topic. But as far as what you saying, comedic, I want to be for it, but mm-hmm. I'm not for it. I'm not for it yet. I don't think. I think it's too. I think the world is moving too fast, dog. Mm-hmm. I feel like we moving way too fast. Like everything's always like. We get into a place where everything's a millimeter, a millisecond, mm-hmm. a minute, or whatever. Yeah, it's like people not even living life. Like, 
We don't sit on the train and look out the windows no more. We sitting on the train on our phones. We don't, you know what I'm saying? We not sitting in a place full of peace and quiet, absolute silence. Mm -hmm. And thinking about our next 20 moves. Mm -hmm. We we like, what's my next move? (laughs) You know, like, what do I do next? As opposed to what can I do for the next 15, 20 years? You know, what are my kids going, what are my kids going to do? You know, and since we think about death as being the final point, that just cuts out the future because we don't see, think of, oh shit, this going to jump into a whole nother thing. If we thought about reincarnation, if reincarnation was a real thing, right? Mm. How many motherfuckers would be planning out the next 20 years of their life? Mm. Well, I mean, it wouldn't matter because you don't even know what you're going to come back as. But I mean, that that's irrelevant. You don't might not even come back as a human. But that's not true. That's not true because every piece of you is gets dispersed amongst the world. And we can see that through nature. When a tree dies, it doesn't just go one place. It gets dispersed amongst the world through other creations. So in essence, every single piece of you is really going to be dispersed to everyone around, around the planet. Honestly, if that were true, or we don't know if it is or isn't, but reincarnation if if that was known for everybody that that was the case i honestly you ain't gonna like me hear this it's gonna be a lot of suicides you think so i think so i think a lot of people are gonna oh because they want to start over Uh because they done fucked up this one yep (laughs) Yep. that's not good that's damn that's yeah that's i think a lot of people are gonna off themselves what Mm -hmm. i don't know get right Right I don't now. know because think I don't know. I, I mean, I think about it in the aspect of people that are getting these rich people that get locked up for some financial embezzlement shit. What's the first thing they do? They heart attack. They hung themselves. But the thing is about yeah. the thing is about it too, though. If you ain't got no foundation, then you just gonna come back to a sucky ass life. Yeah. If 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 you're okay. So we know that we have children, right? We re, we we procreate, we reprocreate ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. Your DNA is in your daughter, right? Mm-hmm. So what if through your through your bloodline and through your daughter, after everyone after your daughter, your soul gets passed down to a future uh, grandchild somewhere way 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 down the line? You come back as one of your grandchildren, right? This is reincarnation. You come, you know what I'm saying? You just go down the lineage. Your soul gets passed down to that grandchild, and that's who your grandchild. Would you want to come back being poor, or would you want to come back being a part of a lineage that has started something? Well, who knows what the world gonna be like back by then? But it doesn't matter. Does it matter? <laughs> yes. Cause having money might not mean nothing by then. So okay, so okay, so Golden, you would rather live for today like it's your last tomorrow as opposed to living for tomorrow today. I would like to set myself up for my um end days and um you know teach my grandkids how to do the same, but as far as trying to set it up for 20 generations down the road, I mean uh word, if word. I could do that, it'd be nice, but I'm mm-hmm. not pressed. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, mean, I respect it. I respect it. You can't. You can't not respect it. Like yeah. it is. It is. Yeah. True. What about you, Charlotte? You and, care about the future. I mean, I. I mean, I do, but I'm not gonna be pressed because 
I feel like when you worry so much about the future, future it creates like, I, don't, I would say like uh, anxiety. Like you always trying to figure out your next move instead of enjoying where you are at that moment. Mm, you saying there's so much attention being focused on the future that you're not even looking at the You're present. not even enjoying where you are. Mm-hmm. Like, like not even prepared for maybe, maybe happening. Pray, yeah. Pray for a while ago. So mm-hmm. now you got it and now you just mm-hmm. can't even enjoy it because you worry about the next thing. So. That's a good what about point. you, I, Like I say, man, I think you got to be prepared for both. I think you got to always have what you want in the future, but work towards what you're going to do on the short term present you know in the present time and make sure that whatever that effect is on the present has a positive impact on your future and even if it doesn't it's i I feel like it's still gonna play a role in your future regardless i feel like it's already there you just gotta you just gotta keep going towards it and whatever obstacles come your way is either going to help or it's, it's going to help at the end of the day because you're going to learn something depending on what it is. If it hurts, it hurts. If it helps, it helps. But it's going to have a lasting impact on whatever you got in the future. So you got to play both roles, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah you have it. This, man, this was a pretty deep episode, man. Well, with that being said, this is your boy, Comedic Energy. Your girl, Golden. Sure does. Your boy, Craig. This is produced by Livewire Sound and Entertainment. Peace out, people. This show is produced by Livewire Sound and Entertainment. If you're looking to rent premium sound equipment for your next concert or podcast at a low price, go to www.livewiresoundent.com. This show is produced by...